with Notre Dame last year was they had the talent to win more than four games. It just got away from them. And even the beginning of the year, they didn't look that bad at the beginning of last year. It just kind of got away from them as things kind of fell apart. Maybe Georgia's the one to start that, or Notre Dame actually got some bad luck last year. Things got away from a little bit, and this looks like a scary game. June 25th, 2014. That's the date the Georgia Notre Dame Home and Home series was announced. And UGA fans have been counting down the days, booking accommodations, and paying hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars for tickets to this game ever since. Now, like it or not, Notre Dame is a national brand, college football royalty, if you will. Sure, it's debatable whether or not the luster has worn off recently. I mean, they went 4 and 8 last year, lost to NC State and Duke. And some would argue that head coach Brian Kelly is squarely on the hot seat. I would agree with that. But these historic matchups don't come along very often for the dogs. And, well, it's finally here, and I'm not sure the locals realize the absolute sea of red that's about to take over the South Bend area. It's going to be substantial. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 96 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My co-hosts, Tony Waller and Will Leach, will be two of those thousands of dog fans who will be in attendance this Saturday night at Notre Dame Stadium. Now, in this episode, we touch on the Jacob Eason injury, how Jake Fromm will handle making his first career start in South Bend, of all places. We make our predictions on the outcome of the game, obviously, and even try out some Notre Dame trivia. So no time to waste. We've been waiting long enough for this game to get here. So here's Will to get us started today. So we are here, uh, or nearly we did the show on Tuesday night, but because I will be traveling uh, next week, I have I requested, because this is the Notre Dame week, I... So I really got to screwed up this close, huh? Will and I are almost touching legs. <laughs> um, it's like we're sitting steerage on spirit. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so because we're going to Notre Dame next week, I want to make sure we got the preview uh, to the show in. So we're going to do this on Tuesday nights, but this this week we're doing on Monday, which happens to be the exact same time as this week's meteor game, the Tennessee Georgia Tech game, which we are watching right here at my home in lovely Five That's Points, commercial. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> I'm rooting for the officials. Yeah, but with the officials. I always root for the officials. The officials get a bum rap. They work really hard. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get me to support pen wagers here. No, no, no. Uh, but uh, so that's so. If, but Ed Hockley. Yeah, if we spontaneously react, uh, Tony's lovely wife is here as well. So if you hear someone screaming in the background, it is not someone we have locked up or have done something. This is not Black Snake Moan. Uh, <laughs> we, we are. <laughs> <laughs> on the plane, <laughs> yes. Uh, that, is, that is simply that is, that is simply uh, Ms. Waller. So, uh, but we are going to preview uh, the Notre Dame game, which will be kind of exciting. Should we wrap up? Any final takeaway thoughts after our post game show about uh, App State? Any last App takeaways? State? You mean the team App State? Just the, the win. The game. Well, they're hot, hot, hot. Um, you know the the one thing I was thinking about on the way over here that. Because it happened to us in the in the moment, and we all listened to the Fromm hype through the um, through the spring and summer. It is pretty impressive that we came in with a a second string quarterback, eight plays into the game, who is a true freshman, and and he did good. Right, I mean, we did good. He delivered. Right, it's not just he not just delivered. I mean, we had the same thing last year, but it was planned. Right, we all knew, and we we would go back. It was except for Will, who was a huge Grayson Lambert fan. So, yeah, question, Lambert qu- awesome. question, real quick, because you brought up a good point. The, very similar situation. I mean, yeah, Lambert was a senior, but let's just say it's it's the similar situation as last year. How many snaps percentage? How, what percentage of snaps do you think that Eason got last year compared to Fromm this year? 
Probably more. Last yeah, absolutely. Right. That's so, what yeah. I would agree right. with that. Would so say, he was it, even less prepared. I, I would think you, you can't, uh, well, because Kirby doesn't want you to know. He, this stuff's made up. But um, my guess is, is that there was a plan all along. Both quarterbacks knew what the plan was. Team probably knew what the plan was in some way, shape, form, or fashion. This was utterly unplanned. And, and I go back to what we talked about yesterday, uh, Sunday, on the Sunday podcast. It's pretty amazing to me how how well oiled that whole thing went. I mean, there was zero panic on the sideline. I mean, literally from handed his key, his clipboard to Bennett or Vaughn or somebody, Ramsey, went over and started throwing a football. I mean, within five seconds of Eason going down to the turf. And perhaps more to the point, too, it's not like you talked about last year about the difference from the, the difference of plays that Lambert ran as quarterback and Eason. Like Eason obviously could do things that Lambert could not do. Now I think Eason does have a stronger arm than Fromm. However, you didn't get a sense that like, oh, Fromm's in. Now we gotta change the playbook. Now we got like this stuff we can't do. Right. It felt like it probably felt if Eason would have been the quarterback, I feel like the game plan would have been almost exactly the same. I don't really you didn't You'd get love it. to have seen what the outcome would have been if Eason played the whole game. I'm honestly, I think, see, I have to say, I think they would have won 31 to 10. They, yeah. they, I, mean, I think they might have won 31 to nothing because Fromm would have come in at the end rather than right. Ramsey. Uh, yeah. So they might have won 31 to nothing. <laughs> well, you don't really agree. Even 38 nothing. Yeah. Um, well, no, I think that's right. I don't, I don't see any substantive difference in the outcome um, other than we probably would have taken a shot or two downfield other than um, – Probably, right, probably seen that David Green turn your back to the defense. Oh, you, see, <laughs> you start talking sexy to me at the beginning of the podcast, and th- we just go wait. There's no way we got here an hour. Um, but the you know, the, I just got a little less room on this couch. <laughs> I don't know what that so, was about. But. So it's hot. It's warm in here. Um, the the thing that that strikes me about that is that you know I think the longest pass play in the air pass play was the touchdown pass to Wims that I maintained, still maintained, was a beautifully thrown ball. Um, and what, that still was only like a 28, 30-yard pass play, if I recall. Um, you know, I think we, if Easton stays in, we would have seen a straight-up, air it out, you know. A couple of plays. A couple of plays, but right? Down. Mean, no, we're not slinging it all the yard. No, we're not slinging it all the yard. And the reason is you don't want to give – Frankly, you didn't have to. We didn't need to do that. Um, So let's just avoid the second game hangover. So so how does this translate? That's a good transition. My my general thing is, let's just say something would have gone terribly wrong. And a couple, a fumbled snap, it leads to an App State touchdown. They get a a 10-point lead or something. That's what happened last year. Right. They get a 10-point lead to where Georgia needs to throw the ball to come back. Mm-hmm. That's what we haven't seen from From yet. We yep. haven't seen a situation right. where, and we have seen that from Eason. We have seen that Eason multiple times. Not to say that Eason doesn't have his own issues with accuracy, but we've seen when the when the, the Georgia has needed to come back by throwing the ball late, we've seen Eason able to do that in multiple times. We've not seen that from From. So this is the thing that obviously playing Notre Dame, they're, not to say that Notre Dame, Notre Dame looked good against Temple. We'll get into Notre Dame in, in a bit, but it's hard. They're not, you know, you're not playing Texas Tech or someone who's throwing the ball all over the place. It's hard to imagine Notre Dame, particularly with the way the Georgia defense played last week, jumping out to some big lead. However, if it is, if they're down seven, 10, third, fourth quarter, even if Fromm has played okay and is not the reason they're down seven or 10, that's when I would love to have Eason in there. If if everything stays controlled the way you'd like it to, and Georgia plays to its strengths the way it did at State, 
I don't think it will be that big of a deal that Fromm's a quarterback, even though it is his first start at Notre Dame. But, uh, poor, again, poor one out for Eason, by the way. Obviously, his father played for Notre Dame. It was something he was excited to be able to, would have been able to kind of have. Kind of a bummer for him in that regard. But for Fromm, obviously, Fromm, who, as every story told you this week, has had this blessed athletic life and has always, this thing has always seemed to find him. Fran Tarkenton looking like Nostradamus uh, in this situation. One of well, the Tony few, tweeted about it last week, too. Yeah, one of the few times that in the last year that Fran Tarkenton has said anything on any public stage that was a completely stupid and moronic and ended up leading our country into ruin. Um, other than that, I had to give one in. I know. So, <laughs> Martin, nine minutes? <laughs> yeah. Ten, 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 ten twenty-nine. I mean, it's after a win. I waited a little later this week. Um, but so clearly from, we've seen he can handle it. We've seen he can handle it. He came in, was fine. This is different. This is at Notre Dame. If you're asking him to make big throws when the defense is pinning his ears back because they know Georgia's got a pass, Eason, we've seen, has been able to overcome that. We'll see about Fromm. Hopefully, it, it won't come up. But if it does come up, that's where I get nervous. Yeah, I don't think Fromm's going to be afraid of the stage or whatever trite, you know, um, Tom Ham trite thing. Tom Hammond's going to run out there on NBC. Um, but I he do, was a surprise to me. Well, Tom Hammond, yeah, he likes he likes really esoteric. Also, Georgia is on NBC. How cool is that? By the that's, way, that's pretty cool. When is the last time wait, Georgia did, played a game? Wait, on does NBC? Heinz Ward still do NBC games? Uh, I don't know. Remember how he was doing a couple Notre Dame games? Oh, like was he really? I, don't I have no idea. I would have to assume Heinz Ward now. <laughs> he's probably, I mean, he's probably an NFL. Much Tony, you got his number. Much better. Yeah, I'll call him real fast. Um, that's not a humble brag. He's um, constantly texting you, asking, asking if you can like, what, if you can make him food. You make me food. <laughs> well, I, a funny story. He loves those Google beans. So um, the so you know, speaking of from and needing to come back. We might see that this week, right? Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame is fast. They run the ball. Wimbush is even more of a threat with his legs. It's called a segue, Scott. Right. Well, not, not anymore <laughs> now that you've called it out. That's one of the podcasting one-on-one things. You don't call out your segue that you're making. So it's a segue. You want to say segue? Not really. Okay. Cool. So I'm assuming you're going to cut all this out. So this is where I can cuss? No, I'm, I'm not okay. going to cut anything out because I have way too much to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. so. I'm going to get three more uh, please, state please don't discussions of the you Republic know, uh, in this By the podcast. way, I, I ran into a couple uh, podcast fans over the weekend. Um, yeah, so I've, I've, they're, yeah, it was very nice. And very I assume it was Robert. It was Robert yeah. and Carrie. And they did not ask this question. I just proactively, as I was talking and explaining and, and thanking them for their gracious uh, compliments <clears throat> mm-hmm. on the sound quality of our podcast. I said that the reason why I bleep the bad words or anything that would be lewd that mm-hmm. comes out of Will or Tony's mouth Tony is because say. that's what I started with episode one, you know, mm-hmm. or episode two. And the fact that I've always done that, I'm just trying to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my boys like to listen to it. So, uh, you know, they uh, they bust me at times if I happen to slip up and when I'm in my office and I'm I, yelling at something. I must say, I've met your wife, so. Yeah, you get her to a tailgate and. I, I'll have you know, up. I specifically said arse. Yeah, no, this I know. Yes. That was good. That was good. So I'm not, I'm not a prude or anything. I'm just trying to. You know, just keep it clean. Just don't that. say segue. If you say segue, <laughs> yeah, I will cut that. That ruins, that's, ruins yeah, it that all. Ruins it. So okay. let's let's get into it because this is yeah. the this is Notre Dame for crying I mean, out loud. How long we've we been waiting? I was four years old last time they played. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting. Like we we circled this game. How long ago was it? Uh, it was when back it came in out? fourteen. I think. Fourteen. Yeah. we circled this game. I actually, I told told Kristen that all right, we're, we're so going to this, yeah. and we've had a house for eight months. Um, in South Bend or close enough, uh, Will will tell you it's in a whole different state, and he's right. But if 
you look at a map, it's close. Yes. Um, this is really, really. I mean, going to watch a game at Notre Dame, period, it's a bucket list item. Going to see Georgia there is really special. And there's going to be a bunch of us there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love to hear y'all's predictions. I think everybody should pick a number. I've, again, I've mentioned this before. I, uh-huh. I said this last time the famous Nebraska game yeah. in Notre Dame. Right. Where this over, I recommend everybody go online and look it up. It's a picture of Notre Dame Stadium as shot from a blimp, or I guess it would have to be a blimp if they had drones drone. back then. I don't think they had drones, but the way <laughs> no, that happened. Didn't. So if they did, like, you know. Skydiver. Yeah. <laughs> um, <it> was, uh, <laughs> yeah. A very inventive skydiver. But you literally see above Notre Dame Stadium, and it is all. Red completely. Now, to be fair, this is this is Nebraska. Then <laughs> I feel like Nebraska. They still they still have a great fan base, but they were also that was Nebraska. They're at their. I would have to think this is a Georgia weekend in the Chicago Notre Dame area. Anyway, Friday, of course, at Wrigley, a lot of people. We're not doing the Chicago thing, but a lot of people are doing the Chicago thing. Friday at Wrigley Field, Vince Dooley still got the first pitch, and I believe seeing the seventh inning stretch. Saturday, of course, is the game. Sunday, the Falcons play at the Bears. It is a whole big Georgia weekend. I think that you can expect a lot of. Georgia give me a games. number. Give me a number. I don't. Give, I can give you a number. I'll give you a percentage of the stadium. That's harder. Numbers are easier. I'll do the math. Okay. It's, okay. It, okay. It seats eighty thousand. Okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say forty thousand. Wow. Yeah, I think there'll be forty thousand Georgia fans there. I don't think will there be that many in the stadium, but oh, okay, easy, uh, yeah, the easy twenty five, thirty thousand yeah, in the stadium. That's what I was thinking. I think there'll be people that'll go up for the party, thinking like, if I can get in for my price, I'll get in. If not, I'll go somewhere. Um, prices have not moderated. <laughs> they are still. Well above five hundred dollars after fees. Um, they got as low as like I think I saw four ninety three okay. yesterday morning um, after fees, and that they're back up again. Um, What's well, looks hundred either one hundred fifty one hundred seventy dollar face value ticket, and it is a um, it is a fan base in Georgia that travels well even when they're not doing great and. Expectations are high. They have been, but it's also a very special weekend, a very special game, um, and one that will—I have to say—it's a pretty good bet. Will not happen for several decades again, right? And I think that's right. But the other part about it is, even old school fans. I mean, we all were raised on the catechism of. See what I did there with the Catholic thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, the catechism of uh, you know Notre Dame, Georgia beating Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is part of our. That is part of the official canon of Georgia fandom. So to get to go play Notre Dame up there is is spectacular. Yeah. And particularly after a game where, again, the team has looked as good as it did in any game during the Kirby Smart era so yes. far. Yes. There's no reason not to be excited about what they're doing right now. With with a, a true freshman backup quarterback. Yes. Well, this is a reason perhaps to be a little bit more concerned. <laughs> This is our reason to perhaps be a little bit more concerned. Notre Dame did look good. She's praying for my soul. It's a normal thing. Yeah. It wasn't. Listen, it was. I I can't even begin to describe a visual. I don't think metaphors count as blasphemy. Do metaphors count as blasphemy? Only to her. Okay. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, she went to Equimania St. Brown High School, so. (laughs) Yeah. That's Our Lady of the Equimania St. Brown. Yeah, funny story. Equimania St. Brown is the uh, starting wide receiver for Notre Dame, and I said his name earlier, and Scott said, I don't know anything about all those Catholic high schools. <laughs> that was a good I was really I mad that. he had not hit save yet. Oh, man, that is good. <laughs> but but we, have a, we have a witness that can prove that that happened. Yes. It did. It did. Okay, good. So, 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 so Picture that really didn't is, happen. That's the wide receiver's name? 
Yes, his name is Equimania St. Brown. And That's he amazing. is not just a wide receiver, but the superstar. Like, Yeah, well, is, I mean, I don't, I mean, they're not going to sling the ball over the schoolyard. I mean, they, um, they run the ball a lot. They had three 100 yard rushers against Temple, including the quarterback. Um, but so, that's the guy you want in space. Yeah, no, Equimania, they're, they're going to look for the matchup. If they, they see St. Brown on the count, they're going to, they're going to exploit that. And it's nothing against the count. It's just, he's a freshman quarterback. They're going to look for that matchup. And they're going to do everything they can to get him on. Yeah, of course, of possible, course. Which I'm sure, of course, the coaching staff. Is. So, how do you feel about our defense still having that same energy and dominance they did against App State? I mean, I know you can't compare App State and Notre Dame. Well, maybe you can because Notre Dame went four and eight last year. Yeah. But how do you see that panning out? They wiped out a team in that first game by Temple. Like they have a new coach, but Temple was good last year. Like Temple is not a bad team. Like that Temple is better. Would their coach go? Uh, to Baylor, I think it's yeah, great. Nice. What did Baylor do this past weekend? <laughs> they lost to they lost to Jerry Falwell Jr. But can I talk about Jerry Falwell Jr.'s political? <laughs> <Let's do that. laughs> How weird is that that you mentioned him last week, and then his school goes and beats Baylor? Yeah, yeah. and Baylor yeah. used to be a Baptist school. Wait a minute, used to be? I don't think it is anymore. Oh, they allow dancing and drinking yeah. on Saturdays. Yeah, I'll have to check, but uh, I, I kind of feel like. Uh, Baylor's lost a little bit of its more high ground. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Baptists to were say not the associated with them. They, they definitely aren't now. Um, oh, so uh, just two, two quick updates. And the, the reason I got quiet for a second yes. is um, Georgia Tech just converted third and 29 on a 44-yard pass play. And Paul Johnson just threw his uh, headset. So it's yeah. been, a, been a pretty good start. Par for the course. Par for the course. So, okay, any uh, uh, one thing before we get into Notre Dame a little bit much. Updates this week. Obviously, it's early in the week, so we don't have as many updates as we might usually have. Obviously, the big update is that Eason, as we all, not like we all thought the minute it happened, he did not tear his ACL. He sprained his knee. He's out. It, from all accounts, it appears to be September. Right. Looks like he's going to be out for September. In other words, again, Mississippi State, we'll discuss that. But if you can win this one, Right. No, you're you're in good place. You're, you're in a good place. And and we can have a large argument if you win this game and beat Mississippi State, then is there a discussion of what happens when you come back? To me, we'll see what we see from uh, from Fromm over the next month. But I still feel like Eason can do things right now anyway that Fromm can't. But uh, no matter what, Eason's not out for the year, and that's a good thing. Yeah, that is, because you saw it happen to Francois <laughs> against Alabama. I mean, they're... They're, they're scratching yeah. their... They're yeah, man, that fourth freshmen. quarter was well, like as much of a nightmare as you could possibly it have. It really well, was. The and same thing we talked about UCLA, Texas A&M. I mean, they went downhill when Starkle went down. I mean, they, they're they often stifled. I think if Starkle doesn't go out, and they're... One of the wide receivers also has yeah. got hurt. I, I think that happens. Uh, they win that game. I they win that going away. I'd like to find a Falcon fan who graduated from Texas A&M and, and talk to them today because I'm, right. I'm sure they're really hurting because it's like lightning struck twice. Yeah. I will say one thing. Uh, if you have uh, – we talked about excitement of getting to go to Notre Dame. We are how many years until the UCLA game? That deal signed. Uh, we were talking about this last night. Yeah. 20 – maybe five years, 22? Yeah, five or six years. I have to say the Rose Bowl looked – Gorgeous. Oh, uh, I'm so like, going to that absolutely game. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And it's funny, Notre Dame is obviously, it's Notre Dame and it's a big experience, but Notre Dame is not like the Big House or the Rose Bowl. Like, it's a great stadium and it's really Notre Dame and the whole thing football, but I've never been to the Rose Bowl and, like, I just uh-huh. got excited, like, oh, I'm absolutely going to that game. Yeah. I 100%. think you guys, uh, Georgia could have gone to the Rose Bowl. 2007. Uh, I forget what happened. Does anyone remember what happened? Um, Jim Delaney threw a sucker in the dart and Illinois went. 
That's <laughs> right. I think Georgia was supposed to play in the Rose Bowl. And uh, I have I have an Illinois I, tell you, I, I do know what happened. Georgia won the Sugar Bowl 41 to something, and Southern Cal beat Illinois by that much. But I, but I think they're still scoring. I'm pretty no, sure. No, yes. I, I feel very comfortable that's that still happening. I think it destroyed. That turned Richard Mendelhall into like a political radical. Like that game just broke oh, his soul. Bless his heart. Um, anyway, so point is, that game was pretty awesome. And now we're going to our name. I am... We were last week, uh, and we did our, looked at every game. This was a game that I was concerned about, and you as, and Tony both, yes. And as exciting, and they're not making picks yet, but as exciting as that App State <laughs> game was, I think there's still reason to be concerned. Notre Dame looked like I know they were four and eight last year. They looked good last week. They the Tipple Tipple is not well, not as good as they were last year, but Notre Dame was in control of that game in every single step, and they looked. Comfortable. They looked confident. Like the thing with Notre Dame last year was they had the talent to win more than four games. It just got away from them. And even the beginning of the year, they didn't look that bad at the beginning of last year. It just kind of got away from them as things kind of fell apart. Maybe Georgia's the one to start that. Or Notre Dame actually got some bad luck last year. Things got away from a little bit. And this looks like a scary game. Well, the thing they struggled at last year was stopping teams passing on them, particularly later in games. Um, it was almost like their defense tired and tired out, um, and 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 then you would you pile up you'd pile up rushing yards early and then passing yards late, and that was kind of the thing that got Van Gorder fired from there last year. And they they fixed a lot of that after Van Gorder was gone. Um, but you you think about and this goes back to a little bit of what you would like to see Fromm do. I mean, they have a Look, I, I I thought all along that the third best defensive front we'd see would be App State this season. I thought all along the second best we'd see is Notre Dame. So um, the you know there's nothing about what I saw last week out of Notre Dame has made me change that. The one thing I was surprised out of Notre Dame is how um, is how quickly they scored, how quickly they moved. They have new offensive and defensive coordinators and. Uh, not Rocky Long. I almost said Rocky Long. Uh, whoever the new his last name's Long. Um, he Chuck. really. I don't, know, I don't think it's Chuck either. Uh, you stop me for a second Howie. there, though. The no, no, uh, no. it's definitely not Chris. Howie. The not Nia. It's not Nia Long either. <laughs> though I really like Nia. It's not Long Duck Dong. Okay, 2017. You can't do that yeah. joke anymore. I can't. Nope, okay. Sorry. <sighs> so you know they they moved really quickly. I mean they. Um, they really push tempo. They rush for 400, 300, 400 something yards. Um, and they really didn't throw the ball around much, but when they did, they were effective in converting pass plays. Uh, eight different receivers. Uh, Equimania St. Brown had the two biggest ones. Um, you know, I, I, there's nothing about what I saw out of either team that makes me change my mind. Um, and, you know, the line opened up today at seven or six and a half. Notre Dame's favorite by seven. Yeah, yeah. But if you think it about it. It seem a little high, but. Well, you think about it. It was a, it had consistently came in early line at three and a half. And then the Easton injury. It doesn't feel like a freshman quarterback starting his first road game, first game, and a road game at it's, it's two and a half more points. That doesn't feel out of line to me. No, I agree with that. By the way, I just looked up the name of the Notre Dame's office coordinator. It's Long Duck. I'm sorry, but it actually is. Okay, cool. Long Very Duck. cool. I apologize cool. for making fun Very of you. Cool. No, it's Chip. It's Chip Long. Uh, that was the next Chip one. Long. Chip Long. Chip Long. Chip Kelly. So his name's Charlie, right? Any re- any relations to Chuck Long? It's Chip Holomew. Chip Saint Long. Yeah. Our Lady of the Bleeding Chip Long. <laughs> uh, uh, so, by the way, uh, George Tech just scored 7 0, but Tennessee taking oh. the ball back. Down. 
on the kick return. So how do you feel about this game, Tony? You look you look uh, distressed as you watch this. Yeah, because one of the teams scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something happy happened for one of these people. It's just the worst. So, yeah, but, you know, that's the thing about this game is, I'll put it this way. If Georgia, if Georgia wins this game, think about what's going to have to happen. Fromm's going to have to be, one of two things going to have to be. Fromm is going to have to do something great. And by great, right. or, or, or manage a game. Or, or manage. Georgia's going to be Alabama. Like, well, uh, this that, is, that's honestly. what you said on the last podcast. Exactly. The, the cold open was you kind of making exactly. that comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a little early for that, is sure. what I'm saying. It's a little, like, certainly they look that way against Appalachian State. It's a little early for Georgia to look like Alabama against Notre Dame on the road. Are you it's saying on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, across, like, uh, across the board. And, and, uh, across the board. Okay. Because, I, mean, that, I mean, that's the thing. That was, the main, to me, the major takeaway of Apple State was like, oh, this is the first time since we hired the guy that was the Alabama guy that Georgia actually looked like Alabama for a game. Right. To, to do that against Appalachian State is impressive. By the way, again, this is not Samford. Like, it's impressive that they pulled that off. To do that against Notre Dame would be like then all bets are off. Like this season is different than I even thought. If they can play a game like they did that that way against Notre Dame, I'm really impressed. Someone just made a very nervous face. I clicked something. Hold on a second. Are you still recording? I am now. I was okay. trying to make this an easy edit for myself, and I keep. <laughs> I mean, that was that was an unforced error by me. I was about to have Chip go get uh, me another drink. So, so is our intern Chip also the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame? Because that would be weird. So did we miss any? Chad, it was did Chad, you, wasn't it? Well, we have a new one. It's a new semester. My rant there, or did, uh, did you have? No, I got. We're recording. It's right a good now. rant. I know. But it's did a good you, rant. Did it stop? Did you lose it before? I don't I'll, think so. I'll jump right on back on the rant. So, what my friend was saying is that was uh, no, we no Chip. Chad's getting me one. He's getting me another. Okay, so um, the. I think with Easton in, I would feel much better about our capabilities of stretching the field, which opens up the running game a lot. And, I, you know, we we saw Fromm come out really early and get out. Uh, and I'd give Cheney all the props. I thought it was a great idea. Let's run, hurry up those first couple series. Let's, get, let's, let's keep him out of his head. Let's just let's fall back on his, his practice, his training, as rote as possible. Um, there's going to come a point in this game where if we get any sort of lead, we're going to want to slow down, and we're going to want to run. If we're not going to run, we're certainly going to do a lot of game management passes out. You know, split, not a splitting the the, the linebackers, um, quick outs to you know Wims. Uh, maybe even you know we get to you know fourth and fourth and something. We'll see that same pass play that he threw to Wims uh, on that fourth and three to convert their uh, one of those those drives. So you think the, the I think the thing that that really worries me the most is that. I think we're going to be in a position where we're going to have to have um, we're going to have to have like nearly top level performance out of all phases of the game because you know we can talk about Notre Dame being four and eight. But you go back and look at um, you know, some really smart people. Bill Conley, I keep falling back on Bill Conley. They were seventeenth in the nation in S and P Plus last year. Seventeenth. Georgia was forty seventh, um, and we were eight and five, and they were they were four and eight. So it's not inconceivable for me to see them go in there, Georgia go in there, and you know make make Notre Dame look pedestrian, but also look pedestrian ourselves. I don't think any stretch of imagination we're going to be one of those games where it's going to be one of those games where one team runs away from the other. Of course, I thought that about Ole Miss last year. So what do I know? 
Ole Miss was. If this game turns out like Ole Miss, which that Ooh. thoughts occurred to my oh, occurred yeah. to me, oh, yeah. it, it's entered my brain. I don't think it's going to happen, but the thought has entered yeah. my brain that it could. Because listen, it, but it also could go no, uh, Ole Miss our way. Yeah, of course. Like it, like it could turn. And for the way, that would be quite a situation if it did turn that way. Mm-hmm. And but if that like it's on the table, it's on the table. This is a big, massive change. Like it's obviously a different situation. That game was at noon. It was really hot. It was just a weird situation. This is like it's Notre Dame, like even at Georgia and seven thirty and seven thirty at night. Even Georgia, a team that you know is certainly not uh, unused to the big stage, it's different. It's different in Notre Dame. It's a place they've never been. Like we've got people coming from all. Everyone's making a big trip out of this thing. The Georgia players are not immune to that, even if you subscribe to the solid verbal argument that only people over the age of ninety five root for Notre Dame. Uh, I still feel like it's Notre Dame. It's a big deal. And I can't wait to see some Packards, though. Yeah. Also, how weird is it that there's like, we'll get into this when we do the picks. There's like four great games at the exact same time yeah. as the Georgia Notre Dame game. Yeah. Who, and also, other, Illinois. What are the other games? Uh, uh, Clemson. Uh, Clemson, Auburn. Okay. Uh, uh, Cal, uh, Southern Cal, Stanford. And the other one. And, <laughs> and, and Illinois, Western Kentucky. Placido Domingo. Let's we forget. Um, so, Tony, I have a question for you. One, either you or Will, before we started, was talking about the passion of Notre Dame fans are more of like sit back and fold their arms because you were saying that some didn't even realize that the game had changed to a night game. Well, you know, Notre Dame, Notre Dame's fan base is interesting. Um, They are, we'll mention the solid verbal, uh, Dan makes Oklahoma, Ohio State. Oklahoma, Ohio State, yeah. That is a big game. So, you know, Dan uh, Rubenstein makes fun of Ty Hildenbrandt uh, because he's a Notre Dame fan and he talks about how old Notre Dame fans are. Well, there's some there's an element of truth to that, that Notre Dame fans are as a, as generally skew older, right? They do have some sidewalk fans that are younger fans because, you know, they like the Yankees and they like Duke and they like Notre Dame because... Front runners. They, right. When, well, when they were, you know, seven years old, Notre they Dame the was good. Too. Now yeah, they like they the, the Cavs now. They remember Tony Rice. Yeah, that's, that's right. Not, you have to be that old right. to remember Tony Rice. You have to be that old to remember when Notre Dame won the national championship. Right. So that... Do you remember Tony Rice? Anybody else remember Tony Rice? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. that's like one of our Rocking first things. Right. That's one, that's one of our first... Like, I was 12 or 13. Michael Stone. Breaker. Yeah, but like yeah. then they did Great nothing. They haven't won yeah. since then. Like, no, they haven't. Since so, then. But the the point about that For, is is that yeah, they would have. I mean, only the most like ardent of season ticket holders would know that that game is at seven thirty. Um, I you you don't have to even go to Georgia games to know that the Georgia Notre Dame game is seven thirty because it's been talked about here and. Frankly, you know, Notre Dame is a is a quote unquote national product, and it is. But you know, their their local media market is Chicago, and there's 44 other things going on there, right? I mean, they have they have a pro baseball team and a half. They have um, a you know a resurgent probably NFL team. Um, a they, championship a championship hockey team. Hockey team. Uh, let's not forget uh, the Big Ten's uh, the Chicago Big Ten's team. very own Chicago team, uh, Wisconsin. And um, it's definitely not Northwestern. I'll take Wisconsin before I'll take. Yeah, well, rise the. Yes, I won't even say their go name. Cats. Like Voldemort. Go Cats. And so you know, yeah, they're they are going. They and they are. Georgia fans need to be prepared. They are sit down. We're sitting at the bar watching a ball game. I that's oh, it's ever will be in there's North. It'll no be in Southern question. Michigan. Yeah, there's, there's, there's gonna be a lot no of that. question that's going to happen. 100%. That's going to be a thing. 100%. So, so it's not going to be as stark uh, of a contrast as LSU going to Syracuse. Right. You're not. You're not. I mean, it's, but you still got Georgia. 
going up there and it's just a different way of tailgating, a different way of viewing a game, yeah. a different way of yeah. acting and decorum. To be yeah. honest, Nebraska, I, I brought up Nebraska before, Nebraska is more probably constitutionally similar to Notre Dame. I believe that. Than Georgia will be. But to be They're fair, just so polite. Georgia is probably also more constitutionally close to Notre Dame than say LSU. Absolutely. Be. Well, because LSU is constitutionally yeah. equitable to like the late night crowd in Vegas. Right, 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 right. The, uh, yes. But, but with dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> and no shirt. Which they brought on their own, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, so I, uh, the, po- the point is, is I, that's a great point. There will be. Oh, there's going to be a whole lot of, there's, there's going to be a lot of get off my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of, what, like, what will you say to that person? If you happen to be sitting in front of them, I want to get Tony's answer and Will's <laughs> answer. If, if you've got crotchety old 78 year old, get off my lawn. I've been coming here since the era of Parsegan years. What are you going to turn and say to him? I, I think Especially it re- if George is winning. I think it really depends on what's <laughs> it, the, the flow of the game. Look, if, if I've been yelling the whole game and it's a, it's a, a yet another TV timeout, I'll probably just sit down, right? But if it's like, bro, we're trying to watch, I'm like, well, you need to stand up because you're missing George and drag you up and down the field. Um, that's yeah. probably what I would and say. And I tend to be more of a passive resistor in uh, these sorts of notions. And so I am. I would just simply use logic. If the person in front of me is standing, yeah, I right. will remain standing. If right the there, you are behind me. Is standing is, sit, is sitting. Logic. Yes, I'll yeah. just be. I'm like, I would love to sit. Please, my legs are as weary as yours. You, my octogenarian friend. However, <laughs> if I would love to sit, unfortunately, this gentleman in front of me is standing. There However, go. if they're standing, uh, if they're sitting, I'll sit. Yeah. Well, okay. Remember, so I'm by myself. When you said, when right. you said, when right. you said passive, take, I thought you meant you would turn around. It's like. You know, and give a very familiar hand sign. It's like, yeah, the first Roosevelt. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no, no. I didn't live in New York that long. <laughs> okay, so so here, here's what I've gathered by kind of hearing y'all's input on everything. One, uh, you, you're predicting a half and half uh, stadium, half Georgia, half Notre Dame. This going to be a, forty. They I think will absolutely seven thirty brings it closer to fifty than it does cool. to twenty. Then, I, they will absolutely talk about how many Georgia people are there. Right. NBC will talk about that. And then second, it's a passive home crowd, the yes. Notre Dame fans. So I really, mean, that can be loud. But sure, sure. We'll, we'll give it to them. You know, probably uh, kind of like the Cameron Crazies, yeah. probably down low in the studio. But also section. coming off a rough year. Coming off a rough year. Which is worth keeping in mind. Yeah. Right. So the only way that Georgia gets spooked is by the hallowed grounds and the fact that they're at Notre Dame Stadium and touchdown Jesus and maybe play like a champion type thing. Look, I'm going to say something really um, controversial when I say this. This game's not in Jacksonville, okay? Right. This game's not in Jacksonville. I didn't. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. I don't think they're getting spooked. I don't believe it. I, I mean, I, I understand. I, 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 I can believe I, you by I, looking in your I eyes think, right I now. think. I think the point you were making is that you don't see a case for that, and anybody that thinks that Georgia's going to be like, ooh, no, Notre I Dame. Don't. Yeah, I want to be clear. I don't think they will get spooked, but that would be the only thing because it's going to be – you're going to have a lot of your supporting fans there. Yeah. The, the Notre yeah. Dame fans are traditionally passive yeah. and old yeah. and crotchety and octogenarian. Yeah, and Rudy was down. <laughs> it is worth noting to bring up the Mississippi analogy again. That was not. There were a lot of Georgia fans there. Where Rudy's offsides. That was Did the, Rudy shoot first? Which <laughs> one is it? There were a lot of Georgia fans there, but that was not a fifty-fifty crowd. No, 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 no. That was a standard road crowd for Georgia. Yeah. yeah. This is. I mean, this, this is, is going to be different. This. I mean, like the Arizona State game is probably the closest analogy, and w- there's going to be more people in Notre Dame than there were in Arizona State. Uh, I mean, some people disagree with me about that. But it's just it's easier to get to uh, one, two. It's a more important game, not just 
not just like nationally for Georgia and not just for like where we are as a program, but also kind of like within the national media. Because Arizona State was good, but they're not like they're not national you know, media darlings. It's Notre, Dame. it's Notre Dame. So I just it's going to be a huge crowd. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be loud. And you know, much like Ole Miss, if if it goes like that, I'm still going to have a good time, even though I'm going to be sad. Is it going to be kind of like when the Cubs play the Braves in Turner Field? Yeah, during the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds right. What? Yeah. Yeah, did you hear a bunch? Of, no. <laughs> no, that was that was from my friend Paul, who always gives me hell about that. No, because it's like it's like or or uh, uh, the Mets, or if the Giants play the Falcons, or the or Eagles play. Frankly, not for nothing. But the Cardinals always bring a really good crowd to to uh, to, to to Braves Stadium. So, yeah, well. turn. Uh, they so do. It's going to be actually more like. I mean, now it's easier because the Braves are terrible. You may remember, like for example, there was a time where the Cardinals played the Braves and they were actually really good. Yeah, I went like to that. It was like ball. a game one of the NLCS and they I won think, like ten to one back uh, in the. Uh, I was thinking more of the infield fly rule game. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's which still, is correct. Yeah, it's still, they're still even started. They're still like yeah. Well, that's what you do when you see a correct call. I guess. Yes, that's what that's what Colorado State students were doing the other night too. Um, actually, watching this team right here play, and I think the best analogy is um, pretty much any time we play Georgia Tech at Tech when Tech is below five hundred. That is what you will see. That seems I wouldn't go that far. I would say it's Georgia, I would say it's more like Georgia Tech is a seven or eight win team as opposed to a team that's playing for a, like Notre Dame. Is well, when I say five, when I say five wins, I mean not right. No, I think Notre, Notre, I, Notre, I think Notre Dame's going to show up. I just yeah. think we're going to have a lot of their seats. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> or like you know, frankly, Kentucky basketball. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky uh, basketball, Georgia. Uh, yeah, that sounds actually about right. Kentucky basketball, Georgia, where it's still a Georgia crowd. Exactly. That's it's a, a Georgia analogy. crowd, but you can tell when Kentucky scores. Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. And you're going to be able to tell when Georgia scores because you'll hear me yelling. Yeah, you'll hear you. Uh, now, do you all have good seats? Have you checked out? Oh, we're in the stadium. Yeah, we're in the stadium. Better we're than stadium. my seats. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Where do you want know section you're in? Yeah, yeah one. Uh, you showed me. I don't know. T- hey, post a ticket or post a picture of your barcode no, I'm online. Not <laughs> ticket. Most honorable Mr. Leach. Yeah, that kills me. Hey, <laughs> Sir, this is just a yeah. PSA for all of you people out there like post pictures of your tickets because yeah. I've seen it don't do on it. Instagram and Facebook. Don't do it because they scan the barcode. At least yeah. if you're going to well, show you can it, even type in the numbers that you can type the numbers above the barcode. Yeah, yeah black it out with yeah. like <laughs> no, do, I mean, yes. do do it digitally. Don't don't take yes. a sharpie to it. But I'm in section one thirty six. That sounds promising. Yeah, I think you're. I mean, it's a bowl. Yeah, it's a bowl. So you know, it's, uh, we're in one thirteen, I believe. Um, row uh, nine six eight nine. So I'm. I have to say, I'm and I'm sitting by myself, and I have to say. As someone that set myself in many press boxes and many games, many I'm actually also. I'm very. I love going to events by myself. Particularly, like it's not like I'm going to be like I'm going to be up with you people all day. Right. Like I'm right. sorry. You know, then I'm going to take my leave. What do you all. mean, you people? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm going to be with a uh, with a uh, generally uh, underappreciated and. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, so I feel like I'm going to be with Georgia people all day. Yeah. So to have that three hours or after as we come back and I'll just lose our crap a little bit. Yeah. They just beat them. So our plan, our plan is just uh, we're going to we're going to take insights. We're going to hang out for a little bit and tailgate, and then well, you it's know, a good makeup from that trip to Oxford last year because y'all were so disappointed that it was an 11 a.m. Central time. That start. was a bummer, that was the bummer. Man. That was the worst because part that was about the last it. time we're going to Oxford and and it was still a great time. 
But yeah, it was a bummer. Eleven o'clock, and it was so hot, and it was thirty-five nothing at halftime. Exactly. It was like that's as bad of a time as you can have at the Grove. Yeah, I think that's. And right. frankly, considering how bad Mississippi State's, Mississippi's going to be for a long time, that's probably as bad as it will get for the Grove the for the next time they get there. Yeah. You know what? As bad as that was, I still had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. Will you feel that way if 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 Georgia loses this game like they lost to Mississippi? I'd say I will still be happy I saw Notre Dame. I probably won't be as plucky about that. As I, yeah, that feels right. Because it would feel like a major step back at a time where you like at that time I mean, you'd be like. But let's but listen. This kind of gets down into the game, right? We um, look if we play we play well and lose to Notre. Dame. Look, we play well, they play well, lose a tough game. That's one thing. Yeah. If we look like we did, like just utterly lost, completely like we didn't even practice, had no concept of what Mississippi was going to run, and had guys streaking open. Like, I mean, I mean just it was, was it was open just all day long. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, he probably still is open. Yeah. Um, I mean, like it's just if we have that, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bitter podcast next week, right? Because it's we. What we've hoped for, what we talked about, and frankly, kind of the thing what we talked about in the podcast has been: look, we need to see growth out of not just not just game plan Kirby Smart, but co- teaching coaching Kirby Smart. And it was clear last week that those or last year at Ole Miss, even though we saw some of those the the you know breaks in the veneer it's against Southern uh, Nickel State, um, and and certainly a couple other games, the Ole Miss game just laid it all bare. Right. It was it was it was clear that the team whether they hadn't bought in, whether they were not coaching them, getting them prepared, it was clear that it was gonna be one of those times where it's just not prepared. And if we show up against Notre Dame and we aren't prepared, fine. If we lose to a much better team, we go up there and we find out we're we're not as good a team as they are. I'm gonna be upset at that, but those are the breaks, right? Um, I don't think that's the case. I'm I just think, a little bit confident. Maybe I'm overconfident in the defense and what they showed. Last no, I think the defense can be really good. I think I think our strength goes against their strength. Uh, their their offense is really good. Their defense is good. Their offense is really something special. Um, I think they're going to they're going to be able to run the ball some. Um, the the trick for the trick for Georgia is going to be being disruptive, making sure Wimbush doesn't hurt you. Um, and you know, I I just I don't know where that's going to go now. They they come out and they throw you know nine nine passes um, and average seventeen yards a pass to Equimania St Brown <laughs> like yeah you know, whoever it was that's still open for Ole Miss um, that's going to be a it's going to be a heartbreaker yeah. right because that's going to tell us everything uh, it's going to tell us everything about the coaching and the teaching coaching part of our our of the process is still not there and might not and might and, not get there and for what it's worth it's more likely that that's going to happen. Then George is going to jump out to like a thirty-one nothing first half lead. If you were to tell me one team is up thirty-one nothing at halftime, it's them. Well, yeah. after watching the game last night, I've never been so scared of big leads in my life. <laughs> yeah, after the Texas A&M UCLA I mean, the game, the Falcons yes. earlier this year and Texas A&M last night. I think it's, I think I read somewhere it was like exactly nine the same. Months yeah, to the that's, day. yeah, same. It was nine months. The same, same score, day, not yeah. same time, exact same time of the night. I don't know. People just. People just being hateful to Stephen Godfrey. Also, did you hear that Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy, and Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln? Right, right, right. So, 
So do you want to go ahead and make your? I think it's probably. I think, I think it's probably time. I, I think, think that's a time. great time, and we're looking great on time. Yeah, no, Scott, Tony is Scott's ready to go. Is there anything more? Just to annoy Scott, is there anything more we want to make sure to squeeze out that we'd like to say? Before well, no, we I've got I've got a couple of uh, trivia questions later. I'll squeeze it out. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll get there myself. I, that that doesn't sound. So we're right. gonna hold off on predictions until we do. No, go uh, ahead. We'll do that. We'll, that'll be the the silly part of the podcast. Okay, Tony, you want, you, to go you want me to go? Look, the path to victory... Actually, I'll go first. I, okay. I think you have more weight in your predictions than I do, so I would like to... It's like, you know... Like, I, well, I have more weight in everything yeah. I do. <laughs> like, you're like, you know, you're the Corso, and I'm, uh, I'm you know, the Katy Perry at the Mississippi game <laughs> it's popping just, up. That's great. Uh, it's just where I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I almost said his famous line, but I'm not going to do it. So, um, well, Scott, no, how about Scott, you go first. You go first with the pick. The, what the, the hell? Go for it. Yeah, why, why not? Why not? <laughs> Quoting uh, Corso. <laughs> I think that it's kind of like what I've been leading up to. I've, I've almost been checking with Tony. It's almost like when you ask your dad, when your dad gives you permission, and you kind of say, really? You know, you kind of go back and revisit it a couple times. Because to me, Tony gave me permission to continue to maintain my level of confidence, even with the Jacob, Jacob Eason injury, because he was talking about how many Georgia fans are going to be there, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, that's a, that's a good check mark on Georgia's side because you know where they're going to have their support. And then when he told me that, and I didn't know this, when he told me how, I guess, blasé, uh, historically speaking, that Notre Dame fans are, well, that was another big check mark in my book because it's not going to be like all thunder raining down on them. So I, I'm going to go with that. And then what I saw from the defense and what we mentioned yesterday on our postgame show, the kicking game. The kicking game... Uh, from Nizalak, the punter, just booming those punts. And I, I never thought I never thought I would get excited about punting. But I, last week I got excited about punting because we saw such poor punting mm. the year before. So I think all three phases of the game, I think the defense is going to lead the charge. I think we're going to see some uh, extra support by special teams. I'm not calling any kind of crazy things happening. I mean, maybe uh, Akeel Crumpton will you know cha- channel his inner Isaiah McKenzie and, mm. and light the place on fire with a punt return. Which would be handy. That would be handy. Definitely. But, handy. Uh, but I think, I think uh, Jake Fromm will, will game manage the, or manage this game kind of like Jalen Hurts did last year for Alabama. And I think we're going to see the full implementation of Alabama East, fingers crossed, <laughs> uh, this weekend coming out. I think Georgia wins it uh, – I don't know, 28 to 17. All right. Uh, I'll go now. Uh, my concern, I have to say, I know we're all excited. I am excited by how well from played last week, but I think it gets a team with as much firepower as Notre Dame has, not just in the run game, but with our lady of the St. Thomas Equinemius, St. John, <laughs> Brown. lady of the <laughs> bleeding palms. Um <laughs> She didn't hear me, so she didn't have to go. Uh, I'm not Catholic, so I can. Yeah, uh, whatever. I can, I'm going to hell anyway. You take it to town. Um, take it off our drive. But um, my uh, uh, there's so much talent there. For I love the idea. I think Fromm is the perfect guy to be a quarterback in a game like App State, where you've got a natural advantage, and you've got and you and even as as plucky as App State is, the better team there is Georgia. I think Georgia. Talent-wise, is probably the better team. But my fear in this game is Notre Dame uses some of their skill position guys to score a lot of points 
or to make a big play here, and there's going to be pressure on Fromm to do something more than he is necessarily ready to do. One thing we did not see, we, that, was a, that was a nice play on Fromm's touchdown pass, but we did not see explosive wide receiver play from Georgia last week. He didn't need to. But it's not something that we've seen yet. We've seen that out of Notre Dame. That's my fear in this game, is that Notre Dame has that talent, takes a lead, and Fromm is asked to do too much to come back. My prediction, I'm going to go with 34-24 Notre Dame. You know, where I am on this game probably is as close as I can think. The closest analogy I can think of was, was the 13. Was it 13 we played Clemson up there? And lost to them open the season. It was literally my first game as an Athens yeah. resident. Yeah, I was, I was at your watching it. I, I okay. Colby's. Right. Yeah. Okay. So right, that was an eight versus five game. Yeah. Right. I'm, I finally, Heck of a game. I finally pulled it up. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't remember what the score was, but it was a bunch of you know a, a lot of yards on both sides. It ended up being a. Um, uh, just a couple of um, a couple of really crazy plays, but um, you know I just I, I think that's where it is. Um, I think I, I'm not going to stray from what I thought. I didn't see anything uh, yet, uh, Saturday out of either team that makes me change my thought that we lose this game. Um, the one thing I will say is that if we manage to hold, um, now they're playing. They're playing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing. I'm sorry. The reason by the, way, the, yeah. the television oh. is showing the trailer for it. The reason we're doing this podcast tonight is because I'm seeing that movie tomorrow. I right? just, but uh, it's hard to do any sort of serious conversation with it when, in the background when Pennywise pops Pennywise up. Pennywise popped up it, in the uh, drain storm. Oh, uh, you can float too. You can yes. float too. Oh. It's a little, so, a little scary if you read that book as a kid. Yeah. So the the. Th- the thing I keep coming back to is that in order for Georgia to win this game, we're going to have to hold them under 200 yards rushing. We hold them under 200 yards rushing. That means they are having to throw the ball more. Um, and frankly, I just as good as I think our defense is, they had 466 yards uh, rushing, <laughs> and that's that's a lot of yards. That is, it's a. And I don't. I, I just. I see it as a game kind of like that that Florida – I'm sorry, that Clemson game where we lose a, a heartbreaker, honestly. It's close. Three points feels right, 31-28, um, something like that. You know, but, again, there's a range of outcomes this game, and neither one really surprised me, uh, surprises me. I think the only one, frankly, would really surprise me is a Notre Dame blowout win or a Georgia blowout win. But I could see this being a comfortable game for, for either team. Three points feels right. Well, one thing that we said before the both the Alabama game two years ago and I believe the Mississippi game last year was all the goals that Georgia wants to achieve right. are still available to right. them if they lose this game. I think this is still true in this. Mm-hmm. A win, very good point. A win ratchets this up to something very exciting very fast. But even if they lose, particularly when you look at what Florida – didn't look like they're blowing anybody away. Watching Tennessee right now. Tennessee has come back and tied the game up. Turn away from the television right now, guys. Literally turn away. I do turn back toward the television. <laughs> Don't look at the television right now. Something horrible is about to happen. They're showing highlights of Tennessee and Georgia's matchup last year. Don't look at the television. This is like the ring. Yeah, it's like the ring. Don't look. answer the phone. Yes. Um, but the point is, if Georgia loses this game, 
they still look to me like the best team in the SEC East, whether they win or lose that game. Yeah, I think that's right. If you win the SEC, there's nothing anyone else has done save for maybe Kentucky. Kentucky looked a lot better than I think that you might have. Uh, like that's a tough team that they I, kind of wiped out a little bit. I, I think Vanderbilt looked Vanderbilt good. Vanderbilt looked good too. Missouri did not look good. Well, their uh, offense looked great. Yeah, the defense less so. Uh, no, but no one in that division is really scaring me right now. I think Georgia is still the favorite uh, to win the SEC East, wh- whether they win or lose this game. But certainly it would be a lot more exciting. Uh, it, it would be a lot more, to quote Days of Confused, it would be a lot cooler if they did. Yeah. How do you like trivia? What Love make trivia. Picks? And then do trivia? Are we doing trivia first or are we doing picks? We'll do trivia first. Okay. okay. Just because I brought it up, I didn't want to cancel myself out. All right, Can we so do a segue in the trivia? Segue. Sure. <laughs> no. You have one? No, just go. Just go. Okay. Uh, my segue was just to uh, our say the word annoying segue. Scott. Because yeah, I'm not going to edit this podcast. Are they really playing for the Dookie Trophy? <laughs> the Dookie Trophy. It looks like it's a the Dodge Duke trophy, emoji, it does, man. Look like, it does look like uh, it a looks Dodd like... uh, uh, predecessor All right. of his ancestors. I got a few pooping. trivia questions that revolve around Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame trivia. I didn't look up like stats on the last time Georgia played Notre Dame because they won. That's I'm, I, know, I know Buck Blue only completed like one pass in that yeah, game. Yeah, that was almost like it was very Georgia. Does he still have a radio show? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, he, Buck he and KK. Good. I don't listen to local radio, so I don't know. Yeah. But you could. I mean, you can get it here in Athens. I know. I listen to podcasts. I yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Notre Dame trivia. So um, I've got about six or seven questions here. And uh, we'll Country start. Country music singer, your wife thinks still looks like you. Who is it? No, I don't know. Oh. I thought that was our first question. No, no, that was last week's question. Okay. You mentioned, uh, by the way, I have to bring this up, because uh, now that you mentioned that, uh, <laughs> I was at sitting with you at the game. Uh, you mentioned that uh, that your wife uh, thinks Jake Fromm is a very handsome man. Yes, I've heard it multiple times uh, this week. Which is fine, because I, I always thought that people always thought Jacob Eason was like a really good looking I've never guy. heard that come out of her mouth about Jacob Eason, but Fromm Jake is, Fromm. Fromm is obviously more southern looking. Yeah, like uh, so. Oh, I yeah. think that maybe that that's that's part of it. Yeah, I couldn't grow a beard like that till like my senior year of college. I literally can't grow a mustache now, and I'm almost <laughs> 42 years old. So yes, I've grown I'm one bar- since we started the podcast. Yeah. I'm literally barely a mammal. It's like embarrassing, yeah, like a right. whale or a dolphin. <laughs> barely a mammal. <laughs> All right, so Notre Dame trivia. All right, Will and Tony, uh, just just blurt out the answer if you know it. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with just a real easy one. What is the yellow sign that Irish football players hit before running onto the field? Play like a champion. Play like a 4-18 today. Yes. Okay. Play like a champion today. Play like a champion today. All right, Will and Tony. It's because y'all are both here. Uh, what former quarterback was originally touted was originally touted as the four-time Heisman hopeful? hopeful. Oh, I can't speak. Palace, Ron bless Bino Cook's heart. Yeah. R.I.P. Poor one out for Bino Cook. Bino Cook is the one that said that Ron Palace was going to be the four-time Heisman Trophy. I loved me some Bino Cook on the old uh, ESPN College Football Podcast with Ivan Mazel. Oh, he was. I love. It was that hilarious. That was, like my, that was my favorite to this day. I love the solid verbal, but that was my absolute favorite college football podcast with Ivan Mazel and Bino Cook. Bless his heart. But did, yes, t- did Tony guess Ron Paulus also? I said Ron Paulus. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be quiet because I, I buzzed in quicker. No, than no, no, no. That's y'all fine. Y'all Ron Paulus was. Yeah. Okay, so Rudy was an inspirational story about Notre Dame football. What was Rudy's real first name? It, it was. It was Rudy. Rudiger. His last name was Rudiger, That's so they right. called him Rudy. But Rudy must have been like short for something. For his last name. For his last name? Yeah. I couldn't tell name? you. Thomas. Close. St. Thomas. No. Equ- Equimanius. Daniel. 
Daniel. Okay. Thomas is not Clay. Daniel oh, I mean, it's like a historical. That's right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I remember name. that. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Okay, All right, cool. so um, how did Notre Dame's famous coach, Newt Rockne, die? Plane crash? Plane crash. I believe that. That's right. Crash. Yeah. Wow, very good. So y'all are uh, three out of four. How many national championships has Notre Dame? Can we talk about the Gipper, by the way? Can we talk sure. about the Gipper? Ron yeah, George, George Gipper. For what it's worth, uh, for what it's worth, uh, uh, up until this year, uh, up in the last couple of years, I was like, I don't know about Reagan as a president. I think we would all love to have Ron <laughs> I Reagan think, I think at this as point. our president right I think at this point. Now. I think as of all I've had and to I say in my life about, about, about George that, W. Man, Bush, too. Oh, for God's sake. Like, literally... Ted Cruz. Like, Ted Cruz would be awesome right now. Should not now. panic. All right, Don't we're panic. getting way too political here. Don't panic. How many, how many national championships has Notre Dame won? Um, one, two. I'll let you go first. Are, is, this the, uh, is this how rest of the regular Alabama. or how Alabama counts them? This is them? not how this Alabama is the, There's a universal. There is actually a resource that's considered the choice of the definitive champion. So I think seven. I'm going to go with five. The the terms I got, and this might be a little Alabama-ish, is 11. Wow. I'm going to bet if you go through, like, because there's a certain, there's like a, a press group that picks one a year. Right. And I bet it's not 11 at that point. Okay. But, I'll, technically, I'll, I'll Illinois has, technically, Illinois has two. Yeah. And uh, I don't think Illinois has two. Yeah. What was the penalty that was called on Rocket Ishmael's punt return in the 1991 Orange Bowl? That's a block in the back. Let's see. Clipping. Yeah, blocking the back. Clipping. You clipping? don't hear okay. that yeah. term anymore. Right, right, right. And you know what happened on that is uh, they were playing Colorado. Yeah. Well. And because of that, that helped give the split national championship to and Colorado. That's why I blanked all Does that out. Does anyone remember who beat Colorado that year? It was Nebraska or Missouri, wasn't it? It was, in fact, it was, my Illinois fighting Illini. That was the fifth down year, if, wasn't it? Uh, I, yeah, I believe at the end of the year, yes. Yeah. A 15-year-old Will Leach uh, was at, at, the, at, at Illinois Memorial? beating... But for the record, there was a time where that place was seventy five thousand. Oh, it was it was loud and yeah. rocking. Yeah, it's a long time ago. All right, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten SEC teams that have played Notre Dame. Okay, can you oh. name the four that have like played question. Notre Dame? I like this question. Okay, let me try. Uh, I'm going to name one. I haven't written them down. I'm okay. going to have to use possible eliminations. Okay. Oh, this could be a while. This um, may- okay, I'm going to say one of them. Is Mississippi State? That is correct. All right, South Carolina. That is incorrect. I'm going to say another oh, is. Okay. I'm going to say another is. Auburn. That is correct. Wow. All right, let's see. Vanderbilt went up there. I think it's just clear I know the SEC a little better than Tony does. There's two more. Well, I I can do math. I'm just bad at this question. (laughs) Um, Texas A&M. They've played them five times. I guess I'm really wrong on that one. My general rule, I don't know if you've noticed. But I think they played them in Shreveport a couple the times. The way that I'm picking these is what are the places that have the lowest academic reputation? And Notre Dame tends to like to play places with a high academic reputation. Let me so think. I mean, Mississippi I, State and Auburn were my I, first two choices. I picked, I picked South Carolina. So yeah. I would have. Now, Tennessee, I know, I know they've actually Yeah, and, and Vandy. Uh, I mean, my other two choices are Kentucky. Kentucky sounds right. So what's your guess, Will? Kentucky. 
That is correct. Yeah. You stole one from uh, That's Tony. fine. That's fine. And now I want to see if I can get all four. Okay. Um, I'll let you pick. I have one in mind, but I, I want to say that I feel like they played. I don't want to give you more because I'll give it away. Can I give him a hint? I feel like the, I think I feel like they played Missouri. So Missouri would be my is my instinct says the same as Missouri, but I feel like I remember them playing Missouri. So I'm gonna go with let's go regular season or the, Any is time, it bowl game? So bowl time. games yeah, bowl count. Game bowl games count. <sighs> okay. Yeah, South Carolina's played them in a bowl game. Right. I'm gonna go I'll go Missouri. Tony, I, I was yeah. going to say Arkansas. Arkansas sounds like a better answer. Tony, you're correct. Yeah, <laughs> I think they play. I think they play Missouri right after yeah. the Dan Devine thing. Yeah. So uh, real, I, I thought I remembered them doing real quick. It, uh, Notre Dame is five and two versus Alabama in 2013. Nick, Nick Saban beat them in a bowl game. Ole Miss is one and one. Uh, Notre Dame beat them last in '85 up in South Bend. That's got to be crazy. Ole Miss going up to Notre Dame. Uh, Texas A&M is uh, two and three. Versus Notre Dame, so Notre Dame has the edge there. LSU is uh, five and six. They played them eleven times. They played them eleven times. Georgia's one and zero. Oh. Florida is zero oh and one. Yeah, they lost the ninety one <laughs> Sugar Bowl, I think. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina is one and three. Okay. Missouri is two and two. Tennessee is four and four. Notre Dame's won the last two back in 04 and 05. and then Vanderbilt is zero oh and two. Versus Notre Dame, so not met, not much success. Not really, Georgia, Georgia is the only one with a winning record. Well, let's keep it that way. Yeah, let's keep so, it that way. Okay, is that all the trivia? That's all the trivia. All right, time for picks. Who is in first place? I know it's very early, so let's give this person an opportunity or these people an opportunity to have their name shouted out because they are currently in first place. Well, we had six people with perfect slates this week. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce all these, but right now, right now. Takea T C A Y E A is leading. Uh, he or she got the closest to the tiebreaker game at twenty one fourteen, Alabama. Although there's some there's a lot of a uh, lot of big names up there. So, um, Will, I didn't look to see where you were, but I know Scott is rather down in the standings as am I. Because yeah. Scott once again, I only missed four. This is the motif for Scott at these games. He's forgetting that you have to. Rank them in the confidence pool order. Rather Are than you the Mattoon Green Wave in this I one? I am the Mattoon Green Wave. Yeah, or, I don't see you on the next page. I might be, or I might be the, the Woody Allens, or I might be the William F. Leach. We'll find it. I'm not uh, the William F. Leach. You're 68. Oh, I'm doing all right. Oh, you're almost one. You're almost at nice. I was this close to Illinois losing that game because I had them very high, but go Illini. Speaking of which, time for some picks, gentlemen. All right. Make some picks. All right, I'm going to – so for the record, is that Illinois-Western Western Kentucky game going to be the least watched game? And there's like four great games and then also – Are you going to be flipping Western back and forth? Well, I'll be at the game, so I'll oh, just be getting right. alerts on my phones. Tony, have you set this week's? Cause I yeah, I was about to sit here. I don't think I've set them. Um, give me a second. I here. don't think I've set them uh, yet. I'll, get, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. Pause it for a second. Are we ready? Are we ready? For All right, let's do this. Three, two, one. All right. Picks. All right, the Holy War, Utah Brigham Young. Utah Brigham Young. Uh, Utah did not look great against Brigham no. Young against SCB last <laughs> week, but Brigham Young did not look good at all against LSU. I will take Utah. Yeah, this game, 
three weeks ago looked really interesting. Now it looks really not interesting for a different reason. Um, I'm taking Utah, but man, I don't like that pick. Yeah, that game's in Provo. It feels like a very kind of limp. Yeah, I don't even care about this game, and so I'm not. <laughs> I am, Make a pick. I'm not going to watch it, and I I'll pick BYU with the upset. All right, fair enough. All right, next. El Asico. El Asico. Iowa State. We're going to save that to last. Iowa, Iowa State, El Asico. Okay. Iowa, Iowa State. Scott. Cyhawk sounds more like that would go to the Cyclones because that's the first syllable, so I'm going to go with uh, Iowa State. Okay, I would think Hawk being the last syllable would be the key to this game, but uh, Iowa looked fantastic against a Wyoming team that's actually pretty good, so I'm taking Iowa. Well, as is usual in this game, whichever the better-looking team is, it loses, so Iowa State... That's probably pretty smart, actually. <laughs> Number 16, Louisville, travels to Chapel Hill to play North Carolina. North Carolina looked terrible last week, but so did Louisville, by the way. Yeah, like, not like get Purdue away. is Brom is going to do something good for them. I like kind of what he's working on there. But, man, they should not be having that much trouble. I'm still picking Louisville, but Louisville is <clears> definitely <throat> on, like, look out. There could be a collapse watch. I still say Larry Fedora should wear a fedora. So. Of course. Well, Gene Chizik's not walking through that door for North Carolina. Because <laughs> he's on the SEC Network. I'm sorry, National Championship winning coach. He's hard to listen coach. to, by the way. Gene Chizik. Not, not as hard as Tommy Tuberville. He also, Chip Kelly is terrible on television, by the way. Yeah. Like, I know that, like, he's getting, you know, that makes sense. He's a smart football guy, but he's really bad on TV. Yeah, I'll take Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'll take Louisville. The man All right. the that they call Lamar. Indiana, Virginia. So Virginia, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm taking Indiana in this game. They looked good against Ohio State. I am pro Hoosiers. Indiana. I'm taking Indiana, too. I just said that to to tweak my wife. Got to go Indiana. Indiana Indiana annoyed me last week with uh, that... You know, teasing of us yeah. uh, to be. They gave Ohio you hope. State. Yeah, it's got a little uncomfortable. The, their, here. their tight end is really good. Number yeah. eighty. Yeah, I'm going to go with these, Virginia. This Waller couple tweaking. <laughs> That's a pasty game, man. <laughs> it's very Teas- pasty. <laughs> oh, God, <Yeah. laughs> lots of yeah. no. Not the real question is: Robert Lee broadcasting the Indiana <laughs> Virginia right. game? Oh wow! Um, Screw you, Clay Travis. Yeah, you suck. Robert Robert Lee and, and just William, what I. Anytime Sh- I can throw in, William Sherman, Travis, you suck. I always. You're, you're not going to get anybody arguing with me about that. Yes. TCU, Arkansas. I'm going to go with Jerry Jones. Yeah? Huh? Over Gary Patterson. Yeah, I'll take that. I will also take Arkansas. Well, I think uh, it's not going to be just borderline erotic. It's going to be very erotic <laughs> yes. for Burt. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas wins. Nebraska, Oregon. That's our biggest point spread of the game, of the week. Oregon's catching 14 and a half points. That's crazy. That seems that's a absolutely crazy. Now, Oregon scored a ton of points against South Oregon. By the way, our friend... Southern uh, Utah. Southern Utah. Southern Utah. I thought Southern Oregon. Okay. I still think Oregon wins, but that's a bunch of points. This feels like the faded brand game, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, like yeah. It, it totally feels like the faded brand. Oregon, a more recent faded brand, but a team that was kind of mostly brand anyway. Yeah. I kind of like Nebraska. I'm, this is going to be my upset pick of the week. I think Nebraska's going to win. That was a crazy game last year. I don't know if you remember. It was the same weekend that Georgia-Missouri played. Um, but Mike Riley uh, bought all of his players' tickets to go see Kendrick Lamar in the offseason. So I'm going to go with uh, Nebraska because they're going to play hard for him. Wow, that's pretty cool. That is actually very cool. Yeah. Like, that is a good dude to go buy tickets to see. So South Carolina-Missouri, SEC openers here. I have to say, this, do they play for a trophy? Uh, I think <laughs> I think they play for the so. the uh, Johnny Come Lately trophy. Yeah, I think Missouri no, forfeited. Yeah, Missouri forfeited all trophies. I think. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense. Yeah, see, 
Can we have not talked at all about how South Carolina beat North Carolina State last weekend? Like there were people that were excited about North Carolina State this year. I was excited about North Carolina State, and you will beat any team when you give up. Uh, you'll lose any team when you give up a touchdown return uh, uh, on the kickoff and throw three interceptions inside your own twenty. That'd be a nice to like. What if Muschamp actually, like, he's already, last year, they were better than they thought they were going to be. Oh, I think they're going to be okay this year. What if he actually kind of gets this turned around a little bit? I have to say, it was considered, because things went so poorly at Florida, there was this idea that it was a joke, and South Carolina was stupid. I have to say, that actually looks like a pretty good hire right now. I think they win this game. Yeah, Missouri's favorite in this game? That's That's nuts. uh, That's nuts. There's going to be a lot of points potentially scored. Oh, yeah. Missouri wins. I think South I've, Carolina wins. I also think South Carolina wins. I'm sorry. South Carolina okay. wins, not Missouri. Uh, Mississippi State, Louisiana Tech. This is the type of game that Mississippi State likes to lose. Yeah. Really is. This I'm going like to go fun. on a limb and pick Louisiana Tech. I think it's a fun over game. Yeah. I think Mississippi State has – I don't know who they play week three. But uh, I feel like Mississippi State has a chance – If the, I think they're going to win this game and maybe come in to Athens undefeated in yeah. a couple of weeks. I think Mississippi State wins. Western Kentucky, they travel to Champaign, Will. Give us the line, Western Kentucky at Illinois. Western Kentucky are 8.5 favorites. Eight and a half point favorites. Western Kentucky at a Big Ten school. Let's just take a moment and kind of absorb that. Illinois looked awesome for three quarters against Ball State. Everything fell apart in the three, in the third quarter. They did come back win. Mikey Dudek, the one upperclassman that they have. Illinois is literally starting... One third freshman, like not one third true freshman. Like that's nuts that they're doing that. I screw it, man. I'm picking the Illini. They're going to get killed at South Florida in a week, but I will. I'm I'm gonna I'm picking them two and zero. I'm hanging I, with the Illini. I went with Ball State last week. I'm a believer. Illinois drive for six. Drive for there six. You go. Hey, this is a drive for nine. Once they win this game, yeah, Texas Bowl bound. Uh, Stanford Southern like Cal. <laughs> Stanford Southern Cal. I think so. I, I know a lot of people are up on Stanford. I think uh, uh, I think Solid Verbal has them in the, the playoffs. Yeah, Wimbledon has them in the playoffs. I, I do too. I don't. I think Southern Cal wipes them out. To be honest, in this game, no, I, I do think, not think. I think, you think they, Stanford wipes all, Southern Cal out. I think Southern Cal wipes Stanford. Oh yeah. Oh, I think Southern Cal wins this game pretty handily. Um, but boy, Stanford put a lot of yards up, and Southern Cal couldn't stop Western Michigan from running. I'm sorry. Daniel Rubenstein has Stanford in the playoffs. Oh, that's Stanford? Not oh, okay. Yeah. No, Southern Cal. I find Pac-12 football hard to watch. I'm going to not well, it's watch It's game. on very late. So. Yeah, it, that, that too. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's only when you're heading out to CrossFit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's still on. So, uh, Stanford. All right. Uh, Auburn-Clemson. Hmm. It's kind of like this game on behind us. I, I mean, I think. I, I, I mean, I like. I'll jump on this one. I, I jump, I'll jump on this one first. I think Auburn wins this game. Clemson, you know, did what they needed to do against Kent State. Um, you know, but Auburn did the same against George Southern. I just think I'm not. I've seen nothing to make me think that Auburn's still not going undefeated. By the way, uh, we have T-shirts ordered. We got them through the Georgia Southern um, School Spirit Zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. It says, like, we almost beat Auburn. We held Auburn to 41 points. Exactly. Yeah. And so those will be available at the Fun Office Pools uh, web yeah. store. Yeah. I feel like obliged to remind everybody that Clemson is the defending national champion. I know they lost Watson, but there's still a ton of talent on this team. I am not quite ready to jump on the Auburn thing altogether. I'm picking Clemson. I think Auburn's going to win, but I don't want them to. 
All right. I agree with all three of those things. So, our last game kicking off the same time we kick off in South Bend, Oklahoma, Ohio State. You're playing South Bend, too? <laughs> That's good. Wow, parking's going to be terrible. You got a dangling participle there or something like that. Parking's going to be terrible. My South Georgia people know what I said. <laughs> Let's be clear. Where is that game? That game is not at South Bend. That game is uh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Then it's Ohio State. If it was in Norman, I'd still probably pick Ohio State. Would be closer. It was a little disturbing how Ohio State actually Alabamaed yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Like that was actually a little worrisome how that happened. I didn't realize Ohio State was quite at the Alabamaing stage. Yep. So uh, I agree. I think Ohio State wins this game, and I think it might not actually be that close. I am staying on my Oklahoma bandwagon. Oklahoma goes into Columbus and beats them. That would be quite a thing. To say the very least. Like, That's it. Kristen and Chad are being kind of loud in there. Kristen and Chad, they're talking about weddings or something. <laughs> Not to each other. That's cool. <laughs> well, right. uh, I hope you all have a safe trip. We're I know going to Notre Dame. We're going, going to, to South Bend. Hey, will you do me a favor? Yes. Get on your Instagram and do stories. I, that would be so much fun to follow. I, okay. Do you know how to do that? Yeah, of course I know how to That's do that. That's what I'm doing here during yeah. the podcast. I've gotten Will, better at it. Too. I've you, gotten better. All right, fine. I have Go follow Tony.Waller on Instagram and follow William F. Leach on Instagram. They're going to be uh, Instagram storying the whole trip to Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I put an uh, incredible uh, video today up of my son not understanding how resistance bands work. And so running and then hanging onto the bands and then flipping back and lashing his head into the wall. It <laughs> was hilarious. To watch that. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. It's fun to watch the little kids smash their heads into things. Yeah. yeah this is a true statement. Um, <laughs> and we'll, I guess we'll probably, even without you, we'll, I assume you and I'll do something. We actually talked about this earlier. Game, right? I think, uh, yeah. I think the best thing to set do, that up the expectations. Yeah. I think we should just do the, like what we did Georgia, Georgia Tech basketball last year. Tony and I are literally staying in the same place. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and by that, I mean, I will Snuggling. be like, I will be like, I'll be like my hands between two pillows and he'll say those aren't pillows and, and then I'll just keep them there because I'm snuggly and comfortable. Then you'll find out that my whole family's dead and <laughs> yes. you invite me to your house for Thanksgiving. Yes, exactly. Um, but seriously, I'm keeping my hand there. Uh, so, but so we're going to be all staying in the same house. By all means, it seems silly for us not to do a good old fashioned drunken ass uh, Post game report. And we and, might even do a pre game report yeah, if Scott's up for it. Just send it my way. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. It's also worth noting that there's a small possibility that that the drunken crazy we're back at the Airbnb going nuts post game report turns into a seven o'clock and uh, eight o'clock in the morning on the drive from South Bend to Indianapolis going. What? All right. We are too old for this nonsense. Seriously, why did we? Why were we happy? This was a night game. Yeah. I can't so feel if, my brain. Yeah, if, if you do end up in any shenanigans, please hit record on your phone. Okay. And uh, I will. I, I will judge appropriately, and I will judge. You know, if it's you know good enough to put up, and you know maybe doesn't. Tony, I didn't even know you could speak Swahili. Yeah, wow, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't even. Who is that? I, I want to hear. I, I hope we get a chance because you know you. I, are, want, I want. Hey, you know what? Updates. You know it'd be really cool. Uh, and I here, here's something I could do. Oh, no, we're not space social media me. natives. Okay. We're not social okay. media. Yeah. Okay, so I would not number these. You know, I'll tweet her, right? Huh? You know, I'm going to tweet her plenty. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, but gonna, this is going to be episode twerp. 96. <laughs> this is episode 96. Yeah. So if you happened to send something amazing that was in an audio form, I will not title it. Episode ninety seven. I'll just put like ninety six point five yeah, or something right, like right, that. Because right. we okay. want to keep that hundred yeah. for the pregame for, right. and it'll just play. Was all this right. the plan all along with him not saving? Is he want to have the one hundred not be the post? I think that's right. And be pregame yeah. Mississippi State. I yeah. understand it. You know what? That's right. You do what you can. I can live with that. All right. It's halftime of Georgia Tech right now. They are up fourteen seven on Tennessee. 
The rest of you all will know. Yeah, because you're, you know, listen to us in real time. That's true. I know. Unless let the iTunes guy doesn't didn't get his way. Ugh. Don't spoil what happens in this game. All right. Go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. If you want to enter our pick'em contest, head on over to funofficepools.com. Let us know what you think about our podcast by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whichever one they're calling it these days. Nevertheless, the three of us would greatly appreciate your input and your feedback. Listen to our Notre Dame postgame show on Sunday evening or Monday morning. Probably going to be Sunday evening. I'll try to get out quickly. If you want to interact with our show, hit us up on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. You might want to follow Tony and Will if you don't already because they will be tweeting about their road trip that they're going to take up to South Bend this weekend. Tony is at Tyler Dogden and Will is William or at William F. Leach. So good luck to the dogs. Safe travels to all of you who are making the drive or flying up this weekend. I'm pretty jealous. And that'll do it for this episode. We will see you on campus next week. And as always, go dogs.